and welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. We invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. Here's today's message. Good morning. We are continuing our study of the miracles in the Bible and now we are in a story in the book of Joshua. And most probably, you are already familiar with this story. And that is when Joshua, along with Israel, entered the promised land and one of the first towns that they have to contend with or fight against is the city of Jericho. We're going to read Joshua chapter 6 verses 1 to 7. And I want to encourage you, we won't be able to read through this amazing chapter. But I want to encourage you to take the time to read the chapter. But for today's devotion, we're going to read chapters, uh, verses 1 to 7 rather. It says here, No, Jericho was shut up inside and outside because of the people of Israel. None went out and none came in. And the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have given Jericho into your hand with its king and mighty men of valor. You shall march around the city, all the men of war going around the city once. Thus shall you do for six days. Seven priests shall bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark. On the seventh day, you shall march around the city seven times, and the priests shall blow the trumpets. And when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, when you hear the sound of the trumpet, then all the people shall shall shout with a great shout, and the wall of the city will fall down flat, and the people shall go up, everyone straight before him. So Joshua, the son of Nun, called the priests and said to them, Take up the Ark of the Covenant, and let seven priests bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the Ark of the Lord. And he said to the people, Go forward, march around the city, and let the armed men pass on before the Ark of the Lord. Verse 8, And just as Joshua had commanded the people, the seven priests bearing the seven trumpets of ram's horns before the Lord went forward, blowing the trumpets with the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord following them. You see, just to give us a context of this, to refresh us for, for the story that we just read, remember Numbers chapter 13, around 40 or so years before Joshua chapter 6 happened. Moses, God told Moses to send out spies into the promised land. And when they did that, they saw the fruitfulness of the promised land. And yet, not only did they see the fruit, but they also saw the enemies. Remember that? Yung mga giants don. Remember in Numbers 13 verse 33, they said that they seem like grasshoppers to them. And now, 40 years after, There are still some people in the promised land. And Jericho is a walled city. It's protected. And not only that, it also house, sabi sa verse 2 na binasa natin, mighty men of valor. Again, as I've said, Jericho is a a fortified wall. So it's almost, uh, if not so difficult, it's, it's almost impossible to go through it. Imagine 15 feet or so walls. But not only that, narinig na natin 40 years ago that these people are strong. They described it as well as men of valor. And in short, going to the promised land is not a walk in a park. There are enemies. There are hindrances. There are 
resistance in God's promise. So what can we see here? 40 years ago, the problem of the inhabitants were already there. And 40 years after, the problem is still there. <laughs> Jericho is still there. And isn't it true? Sometimes we feel like that. The problems we had then, the unang, kung ano man yung unang beses natin to kinaharap, <laughs> either pinamamayana natin, we just neglected it, akala natin mawala na, but then they are still there. It was impossible then, and it is still impossible up to now. Time did not change it. Sometimes you think about that. Uh, papalipasin na lang to, magbabago to through time. But in this case, it did not change. And it is in this background that we continue and see the promise of God. In verses 1 to 5, especially in verse 2, sabi dito, And the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have given Jericho into your hand with its king and mighty men of valor. Forty years ago in Numbers, God said, and even in Deuteronomy, God said already, or in Numbers, tama, sa Numbers, God said that they, He already gave the prom promised land to them. Actually, Genesis 12 pa lang, God promised Abraham a promised land already. Kaya nga promise, napaulit-ulit. But 40 years after, God said the same thing, I have given. This just shows the power and the importance of God's word in the lives of His people. It holds God God's promises for us in Christ. Now, in terms of the Israelites, 40 years ago, God was there giving His promise. And now, in Joshua 6, God is still there. God's promise still stands. It's not about the problem, but the promise. The next thing we can see here is the Lord's plan. Yung plano ni Lord. <laughs> In verses 3 to 4, basically it's, it was saying God was sharing specifics of his plan, how he plans to fight Jericho. And we've read that already. Go around the wall six times. On the sixth day, go around it six more times. Okay? And sometimes in our you know, time today, in our world today, we ask God for something and he gives us a promise, but then we ask how? Diba? Parang, Lord, paano ko ito gagawin? Tapos parang pag may biglang binuksan na opportunity si Lord, may leading si Lord, and we will be surprised because this is not how you thought it should happen. This is not how you planned it to be. And most of the time, God uses various ways to make His promises come to pass. And now, dito, tinanong-tanong kasi, or paano kaya ito gagawin? Now we see God something God gives something very specific. And we are not ready for this. <laughs> Paano daw nila lalabanan yung mighty men of valor ng Jericho with its unconquerable walls? The answer, by walking around the walls for six days and walking around it six times more on the sixth day. That is crazy. Wouldn't you agree? There is so much absurdity in that plan. And yet, as we pause and reflect, this plan does a couple of things. Firstly, it is a test of faith for the new generation of Israelites. Again, previously God said something similar by sending the spies, yung naunang generation, some 40 years or so ago. The previous generation, they were the generation that saw the parting of the Red Sea. They experienced firsthand the ten plagues that defeated the Egyptians. 
then for their generation, it would have been logical then to just obey God and claim the promised land then. But instead, they disobeyed. Walking around this seven times is a test for the new generation of Israel. Will they listen, trust, and obey God's plan? So it's a test of faith for God's people. Crazy nung plan ni Lord, but it is a test of faith. The second one that it does is it is a testimony to Jericho and Canaan. It is somehow like Egypt's plague. Remember, Egypt had 10 plagues. They had 10 chances to repent. They had 10 tries to surrender. Surrender their, uh, the Israelites to worship God, but they did not. They were stubborn. Now here, when we're reading, they have seven days to repent and surrender, but instead, they chose to lock themselves up. You see, sometimes we think, Doing God's plan seems so different from how we think it should be. We have our own timetable. We have our own timing. But progress is seeing things from God's perspective. And isn't it true that there are some things like that in our lives, wherein it feels like we're walking in the walls of Jericho. It's crazy. It, it's parang, Lord, parang impossible to. <laughs> And it seems like nothing's happening. Imagine if you were one of the people in, Israelite, uh, in Israel when you were walking around the wall. Day five, walang nangyayari. Buo pa rin yung wall. <laughs> Day six, parang walang kidlat, walang ulan. Buo pa rin yung wall. Day seven, wala naman lumilindol. Buo pa rin yung wall. And yet you still push through because you heard and you believe that God said this. I want to invite you to look at things from God's perspective. Because from our perspective, it looks like it, there's no progress. It looks crazy. <laughs> it looks like it's not working. But from God's perspective, it does something in our heart. Now, the, God's promises and plans are all good. But if we would look at verses 6 to 7, and that's what we're going to look at here. Verses 6 to 7, it says here, Now Joshua, the son of Nun, called the priests and said to them, Take out the Ark of the Covenant and let seven priests bear seven trumpets of ram's horn before the Ark of the Lord. And he said to the people, Go forward, march around the city, and let the armed men pass on before the Ark of the Lord. Crucial in verse 6. So Joshua called and said, so, so verse 2, sabi, Behold, I have given you, tas, sabi ni Lord sa verses 3 to 4, ito yung plano ko sa inyo, you shall march around the city. And then in verses 6 to 7, it says there, So Joshua called and said, So Joshua called and said. It is a response. It is an effect from what God said. What do I want to highlight here? Faithfulness to God's word is shown by our obedience to His leading. It's not just the playlist in our Spotify. It's not just the clothes that we wear. It's when we listen and obey Him. Other people, if we would look at the Bible, especially in the Old Testament, actually even in the New Testament, pero mas apparent sa Old Testament, other people who have walked with God somehow has this description. God said, blank, so blank. Whoever that person is, did, said, just as the Lord had said. So sabi ni Lord ito, so, ginawa niya to. So, if, I, if it's somehow like this, God said to Dave, so Dave did, just as the Lord has said. God says to his people, 
God speaks to His people, and His people listens and they respond in obedience. This shows that the battle is the Lord's. When we learn to listen to the Lord, we acknowledge that it is Him that we look to, to lead us. And it shows that the battle is the Lord. And I want to just take the time to minister to some of us here. Maybe in the past, we were trying to do things on our own. May I implore you, encourage you, maybe now try God's plan. Sometimes it looks so absurd. What is God saying? Are we listening? Are we obeying? You know, sometimes there is frustration in the waiting, in the seemingly nonsense, but God is faithful. Therefore, we are invited to endure faithfully. Maybe some of you here, you are like that. Maybe you are in the sixth day, in your sixth day. Notice that the, or in the seventh day rather, okay, nasa sixth day ka na, tapos mayroong pang isa. Or maybe some of you, you are on the seventh day. Parang sa last day, mas maraming beses yung ikot. I want to invite you, rest in God's promises and faithfulness. It's when we listened and obeyed to His promises that we see, third thing, the power of the Lord. Verses 20 to 22 and verse 27, it says here, So the people shouted, so they were done walking around the walls. So the people shouted and the trumpets were blown. As soon as the people heard the sound of the trumpet, the people shouted a great shout and the wall fell down flat so that the people went up into the city, every man straight before him, and they captured the city. Then they devoted all in the city to destruction, both men and women, young and old, oxen, sheep, donkeys, with the edge of the sword. And the chapter ends, so the Lord was with Joshua and his fame was in all the land. The walls came crumbling down and they had a great victory. And at the end of everything, God upheld the leader of Joshua and in the process also upheld how God wants to lead the people of Israel. You see, miracles happen. The, the miracle happened when God's promises and Israelites' obedience intersects. The miracles came when God's people did what God said. The action came first before the miracle. Now this year, we are told to eme, <laughs> expect miracles every day. But sometimes in the Bible, it's mito, M-I-T-O. It's miracles in the obedience. The ability to take on the impossible is possible when God says so. And when we obey His leading. The faith to believe for the impossible comes because God is faithful. So we believe and obey. That's what I want, I want, we would like to invite you to do. That together with God, let us believe that God will fulfill His promises to us and through us for other people. Let us believe that God will bless us so that we can be a blessing. That we will be victorious so that we can fight with others who are waiting for their breakthroughs. Or, as William Carey said, expect big things from God. Attempt big things for God. Let's pray. Lord, I pray for everyone who's watching. I pray indeed that you would give us this hunger to encounter you, to feel your power in our lives. And I pray for my brothers and sisters. Maybe they are in the sixth day or in their seventh day in their quote-unquote Jericho. Lord, I pray that you would give them this grace to continue, to persevere, to endure. And Lord, maybe for some of us here, they were faithful for so many years. Lord, we are expecting you to move. That miracles will happen. Lord God, you are faithful. And I pray that you would 
breakthrough in our situation today. In Jesus' name, amen. You reign forever, God. We declare your reign. Oh. When I was so lost, you chose to love Thank you for watching. Just want to pray for all of us here as we start our day. Lord, thank you for everyone. Lord, I pray that indeed, not only will we experience and receive miracles, but we will also be conduits, channels of miracles for other people. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining us today. We hope this helps you build a habit of hearing from God daily. For more messages like these, follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch these messages live every morning, visit us on facebook.com slash victoryph.